Uh, and we just thank the Lord for this day and the opportunity to share the word. And I thank you, Lord, for opening up hearts. So I pray your heart be open and your ears be open to hear and your eyes be open to see as you look at these scriptures. And uh, Father, thank you for anointing my lips to bring forth that which you'd have for this day in Jesus' name. So anyway, today uh, we'll talk about something called supernatural manifestations. And... That uh, sounds like a big word, but you know, the bottom line is the reason we, we uh, want to know more of the, the Lord more and we want to know His Word more is because we want those manifestations. You know, a lot of people operate in the natural, even people that are born again. You know, they've, they've been enlightened some with the born again message, the blood of Jesus, but they, they really don't know how to work into the supernatural and supernatural is just really not hard to define. There's the natural, and then there's something that's more than natural, and that's the Holy Spirit working uh, and God causing things to come together for those things that we want to come together. So I'll open up here with Psalm 119. I've always liked this scripture. In verse 130, Psalm 119, verse 130, it's the entrance of thy word giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. You know, uh, there's a well-known commentator on TV. He's a news guy, and often he'd say, I'm a simple man. Well, he's not a simple man, but he always said, I'm a simple man. And what he meant by that is, make it easy, because some things just aren't that hard. We probably try to make them hard. And as I prepared for today uh, in the time that I did, I got to thinking, you know, we might work too hard at the supernatural. We might be working too hard at those things that God would like to do through us. And so uh, let's just continue on for a couple more verses while we're in Psalm 119. Uh, 132 said, Look thou upon me and be merciful unto me as thou used used to do unto those that love thy name. But 133 is the one. Order my steps in thy word. Let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Well, we're studying a lot about authority and dominion of a believer and so on. And, and of course, it's the Old Testament before they had the blood of Jesus and so on, before they had the Holy Spirit as far as everyone. Because at that time, uh, uh, kings could have it, priests could have it. Prophets could have the operation of the Holy Spirit. Today, you and I do have, the, we have that operation. So in verse 133, open, order my steps in thy word. Now that's cool, because the word is where we'll get those steps. And let not any iniquity have dominion over me. So what you have there is the will of God concerning your dominion. He wants no dominion over you. In verse 134, it says, Deliver me from the oppression of man, so will I keep thy precepts. Amen? Pretty simple there, really, when you stop and think about that. You think about you could spend a couple years in that little passage because he's talking about what will happen as you allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life. He's saying that in the Old Testament. There's also a little cross-reference. I remember uh, some of you that were with us a few nights ago, I... In closing, I, I didn't use it in closing, but I went to chapter 60 of Isaiah just as a cross-reference 
Because, you know, as I teach, I encourage people to use those cross-references to go to further amplify what they just read. In verse 6, he says, verse 1, Arise, shine, for thy light in, is come. Thy light is come. In today's thought, Jesus is the light, and he came. He brought the word. The word came. It's light. <laughs> Amen? And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. That's powerful. When you stop and think about what just happens to you as the word goes in, there's a light that begins to brighten up. It brightens up that darkness. And back here in 119, it talks about the oppression of, the, of man. See, the more that word gets in us, the less and less that oppression affects us because we begin to have the, that supernatural something in our heart that says, no, we don't have to be oppressed by man. All we have to do is love the Lord thy God of all our heart and uh, our neighbor as ourselves. But anyway, then, so arise, shine, for thy light is come. It's already here. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Glory to God. Think about that. Every day you wake up and say, the glory of the Lord, the glory of the Lord is upon me. Glory to God. How can I have a bad day? I, but I bet I can have a good day. Now in verse 2, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness to the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. How can you beat that? And verse 3, And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Well, that's an invitation, is it? And, you know, a friend of mine said the other day, you know, there's a great drawing right now by the Spirit of God to the light. Well, who carries that light? <laughs> you do. You carry that light. And so if you didn't get anything else out of this today, remember that. You carry the light. And you didn't cause that to happen. You got Jesus if you're born again which many of you are watching, some aren't. Once you made Jesus the Lord of your life, that light was just impressed into you, infused into you. It's like when I speak of the United States of America and the power of God working in this nation. It's like the Word of God is infused into this nation, ready for us to grab it and go with it. And, do something with our life and something for you in your life. So as I talked about that, I was thinking today about supernatural manifestations. You know, we go along, and, and uh, some of you have been in the Word a long time, some uh, getting into it in depth and so on. And sometimes, you know, and I know, uh, sometimes I, I get to thinking maybe the teaching I have gets a little complicated, but we keep poking, out, poking that word down your throat, you know. Uh, and, and you don't think about it, but supernatural things begin to happen. We, it happens and we don't even realize it. I mean, it's like there's something changes. It's like, it's like we can't see it, but all of a sudden, some things that didn't happen before, they, they happen all the time and we're, uh, we don't realize it. It's supernatural manifestation of the Word, growing in the Word. It's like I refer to our garden, uh, you know, planting those seeds. And uh, they don't grow right away, but when they do, they produce a wonderful harvest. So one of the supernatural manifestations that we've enjoyed a lot is favor. And, you know, we could write a whole book on favor, but I'm telling you something. The further that we go in our life, the more favor is just there. 
even if we don't ask for it. But it's kind of like, well, Gary, that isn't very deep, is it? Well, it doesn't have to be deep to be powerful. What happens when you drive into a great big parking lot and Sandy says, I have great parking favor. And you look at that thing, it's plumb packed out, people fighting over parking spaces, and one opens up right in front of the door. I'm not kidding. I mean, it's just the way it is. So you begin to expect that favor. Your favor can operate in all realms with people. You know, people that, uh, you know, maybe they've been standoffish at one time or another or whatever, and, you know, all of a sudden uh, you, they, find, they find favor with you. And they don't know what they just did. Favor can happen in all of our life. A favor can happen in our businesses and our families and just cause supernatural favor to take place. I'm telling you, I appreciate that favor. And, you know, it's the kind of a thing that in the world, you know, you have to fight for everything. You muscle your way around and you try to get things done. But as you walk more and more with the Lord, it's just like those favor doors open up all the time. Favor, favor, great favor. Amen. What do we need? Favor. God's favor. Because why? It's supernatural. Everybody say supernatural. supernatural. You know, we, uh, another thing, and departing from that just a little bit, but your prayers seem to get answered, even the simplest prayers. I mean, we've had experiences where it's almost like the prayer didn't even come out of our mouth, but we'd say, man, Lord, that'd be great to do that. Next thing you know, the door open for it. Supernatural. Well, you're walking with them all the time. The Word's going in there. The Word is manifesting in you when you don't even know it. Amen? And that's, that's the payoff. People say, why do, you, why do you want to get into all this? Well, because I love the Lord my God, and I found out that the more I draw my strength from Him, the more that Word goes into my, my, my soul, and my mind is renewed, and I speak those words out. I surround myself with faith. And faithful, I surround myself as much as possible with people of faith that really walk in the Word. Uh, I don't care how I look doing it. What I care is if I'm pleasing the Lord. Am I, and am I moving towards those steps? You remember that uh, verse uh, 133 in Psalm 119? It's, uh, order my steps in thy word, and not, not, let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Well, you know, you go around and say, you know what? There's going to be no iniquity have dominion over me, glory to God. And you keep saying that. There's no iniquity going to have any dominion over me in Jesus' name. Why? It may not be, uh, iniquity may not be anything you did. But see, you're out there in the world. And there's plenty of people out there carrying iniquity around with them. And they'd like to come by and oppress you with it. But it's like, oh no, <laughs> I have God's favor all over me. I have the power of God working on me. God's ordering my steps in the Word. I'm staying in this Word. And, uh, you know, it's like, it's like uh, Dr. Kenneth Hagin, the junior, we call him. But he's, he just said, I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. And he's from Oklahoma, so when he says quit, he says, I will not quit. And uh, I was thinking about it, but he said, I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. And so I'm with him. I'm, I can't be defeated. You can't be defeated. 
And we aren't going to quit, are we? I always thought about that when I'm dealing with people, uh, you know, have been involved with marketing and so on. And the one thing I used to say, if you've got a plan, you're in marketing, you're in sales, you're out there impacting people's lives, the only way you lose is if you quit. And that's the way with the Word of God. The only way you lose with Him is when you quit and throw your Bible away and say, oh, it didn't work in any way. Well, uh, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> your mama would tell you don't do that. So the simplest prayers, it's just, it's just a supernatural thing. Amen? Another thing that I realized, you're just thinking of things, and you could add to the list, but new associations. You're going along, and you're walking, and you're in the Word, and you're, you're praying some, and you don't even realize what's happening. But see, God has got some association prepared for you ahead of time. We've seen that manifest ourselves uh, in the last few years especially. Just all of a sudden, there's an association with somebody that we didn't expect. But it's always wonderful. It's always anointed. It's always blessed. There's fruit in it. And, uh, and God does that supernaturally. Why? Because of that word working in us. You know, it's just beyond. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that, that's the cool thing about it. Uh, it just goes beyond, uh, like it, it says in Ephesians uh, chapter 3, and I'll be careful not to get too carried away today because I want this impacting. But in chapter 3, verse 20, it talks about, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. Well, that's what it's above and beyond. That's the above and beyond, the supernatural. I heard it said several years ago when you're going out there and you're trying to do something you've done before and, and might might take you think it takes a lot of courage to go ahead and step into that and do it but i was taught to always factor in the supernatural what god can do past your ability you know we all have, we if we're on it we have some abilities you know there's no question about we have natural abilities but if that's all you have, you see, in times you want to excel and do things, then that's when you want that supernatural ability. The anointing that goes beyond. Open doors. You know, Revelation chapter 3. And you say, well, I thought Revelation was way years ahead. Well... That's where your thinking might be wrong. Let's go to chapter 3 of the book of Revelation. And here's another thing that's supernatural. And in verse 7, it, it says, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that is the key of David, he shall open... And no man shut, no man open, I'm sorry, he that is true that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man open. And so in verse 8, I know thy works, behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it, for though thou hast a little strength, and have kept my word, and has not denied my name. Well, there you go, there's a little key right there, isn't it? 
It's a huge, huge key. And I know he was, he was speaking to the church at Philadelphia, but in a sense, uh, we relate to that. Praise God. So you see, and of course, uh, we can uh, cross-reference that too and go back to how in Matthew 16, uh, where he gave us the keys of the kingdom. See, there's the key of David. And they're just, Jesus brought all these things into us. The word into us caused the manifestation of all those great things that Jesus did for us. But that's why we know the word. We want to know about authority of the believer. We want to know dominion. But the other things that I'm talking about is those things that just naturally flow through you. Amen? And it's not only natural in those kind of things. It's natural if you uh, want to pray for people. Because as that word grows in you and you're more and more aware the Holy Spirit is so involved in your life, the more when you step up to pray for people, there's a tangible anointing that surrounds you. Some of you didn't know that, did you? You thought you had your work your way and you had to pray just right. Well, sometimes you don't have to. Well, since I got there a little bit, uh, and I don't want to break out a whole bunch of new subjects today, but I want to go to 1 John 2.27. This will fit real good today. And take it on just a little bit longer further. First John 2. Verse 27. But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you of all things, and is truth, and no lie, even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. So, you know, that's the anointing. And that's this supernatural thing that takes place. The anointing really means the presence of the Holy Spirit, if you want to know the truth. That is the truth. Why, why wouldn't you want to know the truth? That was silly to say, because you want it. The anointing means the presence of the Holy Spirit. You know, we, we think about that sometimes when we're moving along, because as we teach people how to hear from the Lord, how to walk by the Spirit of the living God, and so on. I won't go into those today, but at the same time, you're always looking for that anointing. When you're operating in business or operating in ministry or operating with your household or maybe you're contemplating a move. A lot of people are moving today. It's a moving time. Well, one of the things you want to be aware of is, is it the Lord that's telling you to move or watch for the anointing, watch for the fruit of it. The biggest key to being on track is the fruit. So that's a good statement. Amen. So, uh, as we get towards in that realm to probably help close out this today, talking about supernatural manifestations, then we go to Hebrew, I'm sorry, Isaiah 10. And in verse 27. Now, I know in context this has to do with the uh, deliverance from the, you know, bad neighbors, you might say. Uh, 
the Lord's speaking about some things and things that are threatening God's people and so on. But hey, I want you to say this with me. I'm God's people. I've inherited every blessing that God has ever issued. Amen. Now I can prove that too, but it's true. So anyway, verse 25 kicks off, and yet for a little while, and the indignation shall cease, and mine anger and their destruction. And the Lord of hosts shall stir up a scourge for him according to the slaughter of Midian at the rock of Oreb, and his rod was upon the sea, so he will lift it up after the manner of Egypt. So not going there today, but you see that he, when across the Red Sea, he told Moses to raise up his rod. Well, today he tells us to raise up the word of God. Amen. That's that's us. Okay, in verse 27, and it shall come to pass. Everybody say, this shall come to pass. In that day, that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. See, this supernatural thing begins to work in us, and those things that bothered you yesterday, all of a sudden, when you allow that anointing to work in your life, and that word keeps rising up, you see, it's, it's called the, it removes burdens and destroys yokes. Well, a burden's heavy, right? Burden's something that, that Jesus carried that for us, a lot of that. And we can, if we're not careful, we can have a burden. You know, I heard people say, well, I have a burden to, Pray. Well, I don't know if I could go with that, that terminology because I shouldn't be burdened down with a prayer. I should be inspired, you know. I should be inspired and led to pray for things, and, which is a better thing because a burden means it's heavy weight that's there to hold you back, hold you down. You know, when we're dealing with burdens, uh, sometimes uh, he said he'd lift that burden. Well, you know, from a practical standpoint, sometimes that means you mean you need to change something. You might need to make a move or you need to change something. That See, the Lord will open the door to the knowledge of what that is that's holding you back. could be a burden. But now when you think of yoke, uh, the yoke destroyed because of the anointing. When you think about the yoke about the neck, uh, you know, a lot of the people I'm talking to now are, come from uh, rural areas. Some don't. But, you know, if you want to go look up uh, the oxen that they use to transport freight into all this many, many states, uh, they'd go to the rail and they'd, they'd load up these wagons and they'd pull them with oxen and they had yokes around their neck, couldn't get out of it. There's other things that are yoked. But anyway, see, if you're not careful, people are yoked with the devil. They're yoked with oppression. They're choked down. Well, look what he's saying here. The Word of God brings about a, a burden-removing, yoke-destroying anointing operating in us. The anointing is there. All we have to do is turn it loose. Amen? Yes. Believe it and turn it loose. Let it operate in your life. You know, I, I'm, I have to say as a, just a, just have to say a, a lot of times that this message is good for me. Because sometimes I allow things to, you know, oppress me that shouldn't. Now, you don't have to say me too if you don't want to. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> what do they say? <laughs> Confession's good for the soul, but bad for the reputation, they say. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to share those couple things today. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a message of, of release. It's a message of, hey, we can breathe. We have the Spirit of God working through us. I'm telling you, the Spirit of God is so much bigger than the spirit of the world out there, it's not even funny. We, we have the dominion. We just need to operate in it. And we need to understand the more that word goes in, you know, I'm big on confession and I read the books and so on. But guess what? If you, if you take those scriptures and you, you, you talk about them a lot and you, you thank God for that anointing, what's the anointing again? It's the presence of the Holy Spirit. The anointing means the Holy Spirit is involved with you. He's in the same camp with you. Or you can say, you're in the same camp with him. And that's bearing witness. It's talked about in Romans 8, but I won't go there uh, today. It's the anointing is when you hooked up with the plan of God by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's the teacher. He's the comforter. Jesus sent him. And so that is the anointing. That's the one we want. And it's good, you know, you're out doing something. You, know, you can just stop and say, Lord, where's your anointing today? Lead me into your anointing. You, lead me there. So again, there's just some manifestation here I wanted to share today. Uh, I, I tell you that favor is a big one. I talked about favor. I talked about some simple prayers being answered. You know, whoever where, here after you ask me nothing, ask the Father in my name, and He'll give it to you. Ask Him for it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Sometimes people are shocked when He answers prayers, but you should be expectant of it. If you said a prayer out there before the Lord, you should expect that He's going to answer you. In the positive. Amen? Don't get into this yes, no, and maybe stuff. That makes that really takes the power of God into the soulish realm. That's how you think about it. But see, God is not soulish. He's not in the world. He's spiritual. He's not soulish. So you've got something you desire, whatsoever things you desire when you pray. Believe you receive them, and you shall have them. It never says you shall have them if he decides that day if it's good for you or not. Because that's the inference, isn't it? Well, I'll stay out of that. I'm meddling with people right now. But you see, that is the truth of the matter. People, somehow, I, I, it always bothers me because people kind of have this idea that we're like puppets, you know, on a string. And if God decides this day to do this or that, no. He wants you led by the Spirit of the God. He wants to bring great favor on your life. He wants to bring supernatural manifestations to your life. So guess what? We're winners, not losers. Glory to God. And you're a winner, not loser. And I pray this day you've grown, you've grown an inch or two in stature with the living God in Jesus' name. So I thank you, Lord, for this word going into hearts and lives and causing great change, even manifestations of healing. Lord, healing in not only their bodies, but, you know, in their lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And I know there's people watching right now. Uh, you've been a little bit desperate. I just see it right now. I, I, I can't tell you what town you live in, but I can see some things that you've been a little bit desperate. This, but this message today all of a sudden brought some freedom into your thought and say, hey, I can, I can do that, or I can do that, and I don't have to uh, listen to all these things that have held me down. So, 
may the anointing go through this camera into your life. In Jesus' name, hold up your hand right now and look at me. Say, I receive a, an anointing, a special manifestation of favor this day with God and man. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Love you. Make Jesus the Lord of your life, and your life will be changed forever. Amen.